I'm a giant when I stand Ballin' like the Jets, startin' Jersey like the Nets To New York like the Mets, yeah I win like the Yanks Like the past, fill a check, GNT Sports Talk How to show on the net, yeah On myself, yeah I bet, yeah I put blood to the switch, yeah From the East to the West, GNT Sports Talk How to show on the net, yeah What is up, GNT Nation? So, a little surprise podcast we're here right now. We are here at the Kona Grill, and those of you know this, that tomorrow is the big draft show that Julian and myself will be hosting here in Tampa, Florida, where I might add is beautiful outside, I might add, like 90 degrees, the humidity's 90%, so bring your water bottles here, because a lot of stuff is going to happen, but... Today, we had to get things ready. We're here, Julian and I, and we got a very special guest who we'll introduce in a minute. But, Julian, what is up, brother? What's going on? Yeah, this is about as authentic as you would have it. We're passing off one mic, had some issues with the other mics, trying to sync them all. But uh, we're out here, we're eating, we're getting ready for the big show. We have everything set up for tomorrow. I want to thank everyone that's coming out of their way to come down here and join us. And for those that aren't, we're going to have this streaming on Instagram, Facebook, Twitter, and YouTube. It's going to be Grunt Talks NFL on Twitter and Facebook. Instagram's going to be Grunt Talks Team. And then YouTube is going to be Grunt Talks GC Sports. That's where you're going to find this whole show. And we appreciate everyone, like I said, that's checked in. We're going to do our final prep mock draft here. We're going to have individual mocks as well. But for the sakes of this show, we're going to do it together in unison. The three of us are going to go 1 through 32, what we think is going to happen. Also, a big story today was that the Broncos acquired Teddy Bridgewater with a six-round pick from Carolina. So that's going to shake up things potentially, though they say they might still go quarterback. Maybe not. But, brother, what are your thoughts on that? And then we're going to pass it off to our surprise guest. Well, um, yeah, what I will say is that trade, I mean, I'm not surprised by it. I think the Broncos need a quarterback. Drew Locke isn't their guy. He's not the answer. So they went out and get Teddy Bridgewater, and did, Adam Schefter did report that um, this does not stop them from getting a quarterback. I don't believe that at all. But um, I do think that they're going to stick with Teddy Ballgame and go from there and have a competition between him and Drew Locke. I do think they draft a quarterback within one of the rounds, just not in the first round. But without further ado, guys, we're going to introduce a, a frequent guest here on GNT Sports Talk presented by Grunt Talks. It's our good friend and my boy, Mike Ramirez. What is up, bro? What's up, Bobby? What's up, Julian? I hope you guys are doing well. First off, I want to thank you guys for everything. Thank you guys for inviting me to Tampa. You know, it's so beautiful here in Florida. And, you know, let's get this going. Let's have a good draft. And, you know, this is as authentic and real as it gets. We're having food. We're enjoying ourselves, having a couple of drinks. And, you know, now it's go time. Tomorrow's the draft. And I cannot wait to support you guys. I'm so proud of you both. And nothing but the best. And I'll always be your number one supporters, guys. We really appreciate it, brother. Thank you so much. And guys, for you listening, what we're going to do right now, as Julian said, we are going to do a live mock draft, and Julian and I will post our final mocks tonight and have it on Twitter, Instagram for all you guys, just like we did last year. And I'm going to post Mike's as well. We're going to have his final mock draft as well. But what we're going to do right now is we will, courtesy of Pro Football Focus, which is what we've been using, 
we are going to do our final mock draft together. And without further ado, fellas, are you ready? 100%. Let's get it. So let's get it. So we'll start off with this, and I think what we'll do is we'll talk about this. We'll start off with the first pick of the 2021 NFL draft, and the Jacksonville Jaguars select Trevor Lawrence, quarterback out of Clemson. So, guys, what do you think of the pick? Jules, I'll let you go first. Well, I mean, that's 100% the right pick. It's been set in stone ever since they tanked. They lost 15 straight. They got to this point on purpose. They knew what they wanted. So they're going to take Trevor Lawrence, best player in the nation, best quarterback, top overall prospect, whatever you want to call him. Slam dunk for the Jaguars. So it's going to be a good pick for them. Mike? You know, Trevor Lawrence is the best prospect since Andrew Luck and John Elway. 6'6", 180 pounds. Obviously, he's coming from that shoulder, shoulder injury. But... He can make every single throw. He is unbelievably talented, and he can run as well. He can easily run a 4-5-40, and he can just dominate the game when you need him to. He's been to the big game. He's been to the national championship twice. He's won at the age of 19 years old. He is the kid that you want under pressure, and he is the guy that you have to take at number one. And Urban Meyer came out of retirement to get Trevor Lawrence. Yes, he did. Yes, exactly. He definitely came out of retirement for this moment to get his guy. He's always liked him a lot. When he was at Ohio State and going up against him so many times, he saw just how good he is. And the fact that he's in the NFL right now came out and is coaching the Jaguars. He's getting his guy, and this franchise is set up for the future with this guy for the next 20, 25 years. We'll see what happens. But this is the Jets pick, number two, for their first of two uh, first-round picks. So I'll let Julian start off with this, so go ahead. Okay, so I'm super excited for this pick. been talking about this for months now. They just set the stage with the Sam Darnold trade a few weeks ago now. The Jets are taking Zach Wilson second overall. It's the worst-kept secret right now. A couple buddies of mine text me, I hope it's him, not with him. There's something to hope for. It's going to happen. It's basically set in stone. Steve Young has said as much, so I'm excited for Zach Wilson. I think he fits the scheme well with the 49ers offensive guys to bring it in here. He has a quicker release than Justin Fields, so I think that makes it better as well. He can read it a little quicker, but um, he's not as fast as Fields, but I think it's the right pick. Tremendous upside. I'm excited to see what happens. His arm strength is off the charts. The release of the ball is so effortlessly. Like he flicks the wrist. It just flies 50 yards down the field. It's very smooth. Um, Mechanics are good. He works very well outside the pocket, obviously. I mean, the one thing they've said is the um, checkdowns are sometimes an issue and the level of competition he's played, I guess, would be the biggest question about Zach Wilson. I don't really have any concerns with his size. I know others might, but we've seen the small quarterback succeed. It seems like it's becoming more of a thing. I really think if all goes well, he could be a Russell Wilson-type player for the Jets. Mike, what do you think, bro? Obviously, Zach Wilson is an innovative type of guy. He can make every single throw off script. And, you know, obviously people are going to have questions about his size. He is 6'2 and over 190, 200 pounds. Listen, I understand that he has size problems. I understand he has injury issues. But the kid is a chance. He is a risk. He is His ceiling is Aaron Rodgers. Also, he can be a little bit of a Russell Wilson type of quarterback. This kid has a rocket arm. The only issue is the injuries. But other than that, you got to take a chance. Joe Douglas has had a history within the draft to take people with injury issues. So this is it. This is his quarterback. He has no excuses now. And let's go Jets. Yeah, Zach Wilson, a great pick. Very underrated guy. I think him coming into the Jets, Robert Salah, 
Joe Douglas getting his, uh, excuse me, his guy that he wants. Sam Darnold obviously was not. He did not pick him. So he's going to go with his guy and Zach Wilson, who provides a better skill set than Sam Darnold did. So let's go to the third overall pick. And, Mike, I want you to do this one, start this, is the 49ers who traded up here to get this pick. And we've all heard they've narrowed it down to two quarterbacks between Trey Lance and Mac Jones. So what are you thinking, bro? Well, obviously it's between Trey Lance and Mac Jones. But obviously the head coach is the one that's going to want his guy. Kyle Shanahan wants somebody who doesn't need to be an innovative type of guy like a Zach Wilson to go off stripped. Just follow the game plan, make all the throws, and that's Mac Jones. Mac Jones has played on the highest stage. He's played on the highest level with the best coach in the history of college football, Nick Saban. Obviously, he had Steve Sarkeesian as his offensive coordinator, who's now the uh, head coach of the University of Texas. And he had great receivers. Now he's in a great situation with Kyle Shanahan, and this is it. Mac Jones is the pick at three. He's someone that is not a big risk type of guy. Remember, Shanahan has also had Matt Ryan during his MVP season. And, you know, he wants a guy who can just fulfill the game plan and make every throw. Doesn't have to go off script. Doesn't need to run. Stay in the pocket. Be strong. And make a deep pass, unlike Jimmy Garoppolo, who could not do that in the Super Bowl. Therefore, Mac Jones is the pick at number three. Couldn't agree more. Mac Jones is his guy. He really liked him. If you watched his pro day, uh, Kyle Shanahan and John Lynch were all over this guy from st from the start. He's a tremendous talent. He's in a pro-style offense. He's in everything and anything he could do. He could do so many things for you. It's going to be really exciting to see him out there. He fits their scheme. He, he's got a better arm than Garoppolo. His durability is better than Garoppolo. And most importantly, his availability will be better than Jimmy Garoppolo because the best ability is availability, gentlemen. Absolutely. You guys made a lot of great points. It seems to be that Mac Jones is the consensus third pick for everyone. Could you argue that he's worth the third pick? Maybe, but that's what the 49ers want. Um, so that's what they're going to do. Kyle Shanahan's going to drive the decision, like Mike said. He's going to ultimately get what he wants. He's the one calling the plays, putting this together. I know the GM obviously has to sign off, but that's what they're going to do. Could you argue for Trey Lynch as more upside? Maybe, but Mac Jones is the safest pick for sure at this third spot. That's a And that's what the 49ers want because they're a ready-made team. They're ready to win. Like Mike said, they want someone that's going to make all the plays. So I agree with you guys. It's going to be Mac Jones. Yep, it's going to be interesting to see what happens. And now we're going to go to the, our, excuse me, the Atlanta Falcons at four. And there's been some rumors that they're fielding calls for that fourth overall pick. I'm going to say, <coughs> excuse me, guys, I do think that they stick and stick that fourth pick. So here's what I think, gentlemen. There's so many things that they could do. And I'm going to go with the Falcons upgrading this offense and drafting tight end Kyle Pitts out of Florida. Kyle Pitts out of Florida is the second best thing since seeing Tony Gonzalez. They're very comparable. They run the same routes very well. They're very fast, the both of them. Kyle Pitts' catch radius is off the charts. Kyle Pitts is a guy that you could line him up outside. You could do so many things. He's also comparable to Travis Kelty, what Travis Kelsey does too. He's such a great talent. 
one of the best tight end prospects I, I've truly ever seen. And this guy can do many, many things. He did go on record yesterday saying he does expect the um, the first four picks to be quarterbacks, but he gets surprised and gets drafted fourth overall. I completely agree, brother. This is the pick I want the Falcons to make, and I think it's the pick they have to make because I saw something about Matt Ryan's contract takes two years to really get at him, so you're going to let a guy sit behind Matt Ryan for two years with the fourth pick? I don't think that's too plausible, really. you got to make this team better now. I know they're kind of in flux. Do they want to rebuild and want to win now? But Kyle Pitts is going to help with both of those things, honestly. He's going to be there for a long time. He's going to make them way better next year. If they do trade my boy Julio Jones, and that it kind of absolves some of the loss if he goes. But I hope he stays and they get to see what this offense could be with Pitts over in the middle. You know, the Falcons offense really works well with the tight ends. They've suffered since they lost Hooper. They had the two tight ends set in the Super Bowl. Now it's really Hayden Hurst, who just isn't as good as they were, really, I don't think. But um, he's capable, but he's not top shelf. Kyle Pitts is top shelf. He's going to come into the league. He's going to be a top 5 to 10 tight end right away. He's that good. And honestly, it would really give Matt Ryan everything he needs to succeed as he tries to ride out this Falcons career to salvage whatever's left of it. So absolutely love this. I think it's what they should do. Ultimately, I think they will do it. Well, Bobby, thank God you made the right pick because I would have screamed at you if you didn't pick Kyle Pitts. But Kyle Pitts is an absolute generational talent. I've been telling you guys about Kyle Pitts for a while now. He is humongous, absolute tank, and Travis Kelsick is his comparison. The, the kid is very technical, has a great IQ. He finds the open field, and he has unbelievable hands, strong hands. And, you know, he goes up against Alabama and just absolutely mosses the entire secondary of Alabama. And Patrick Sertan is planned to be the number one cornerback in this draft as Kyle Pitts absolutely mossed him in the SEC championship game. Therefore, Kyle Pitts is the pick. He is the best available for the Falcons at number four. I understand that their price is high. Therefore, they definitely want someone at that pick at four, and they know Kyle Pitts won't be there if they trade back. So Kyle Pitts is the pick. Hit the nail on the head. Both of you hit the nail on the head, definitely. So we'll transition to pick number five, and this is the Cincinnati Bengals. You know, I'm going to let Julian take this one. There's a lot uh, that they have to do. Got a lot of holes to fill. They could go either way, but what do you got? All right, so really this is the battle between Jameer Chase and Penny Sewell, and I think Chase wins the battle because um, Chase is going to get – that what Burrow love. Burrow's going to be in their ear and say, I want this dude. Like, I know he needs to get protected, but they want Burrow wants his guy, and that receiving core is going to be nasty if they add him. So that's one less thing they'll have to worry about. They're going to have Boyd Higgins and Jameer Chase. Not many people are going to want to go against that, but um, it's going to be a tough front. I would do Sewell personally, but I don't think they do. I mean, I would have went Sewell as well. I think protecting the franchise for the next 20 years – is more important, but and they do have great weapons. But you know what? Adding Jamir, Jamar Chase, excuse me, he is just a stud. He's one of the best wide receiver prospects since Julio Jones. You come out of the draft, runs any type of route. He's not the fastest, runs crisp routes, got great hands, hand eye coordination is tremendous, and is very smart. He understands the coverage, he understands where he has to be. 
and him and Joe Burrow got that report from college, and it's a win-win for all. And I'm just going to tell you this. All you're going to hear is Burrow to Chase for the next 10 to 15 to 20 years to come. Jamar Chase is the best receiver in this draft. He can do everything you can ask for except for one thing, and that's separation. He has an issue with making a lot of separation, but he's a very decent route runner. A lot of people give him a lot of, of criticism for route running, but I do think he's a great route runner. He pulled a lot of stats back in 2019. He obviously opted out in 2020 due to COVID and to train for the draft, but you can't you can't change the fact that he was the best receiver for the last year year now and last the year before that he was the best receiver by far absolutely dominated the national championship and with Joe Burrow the guy that was his quarterback when they won the national championship it's a perfect fit and I understand why they go receiver at six that's the guy Jamar Chase is the pick couldn't agree more couldn't agree more so Mike I'm gonna hand this back over to you right now because it's the sixth pick, and it's the Miami Dolphins. They have two first-round picks this year, and what do they do at six? The first thing is the priority, protect Tua Tagovailoa. You have to protect him. He's had the hip injury. Therefore, you go offensive tackle, Panay Sewell, the generational talent. You can also put him at guard. You can absolutely – he is one of the best mauling tackles I have ever seen since Quentin Nelson, Makai Becton. Absolutely fantastic in the run game, and he's insanely quick with his feet. Great, great first step, and he's incredibly athletic. This guy is a freak of nature, and you have to protect Tua. You have Devontae Parker. You have the tight end Mike Kosicki. You already have all these guys that can be really good for Tua as a playmaker. You have to protect Tua. They don't have the best offensive line in football. Actually, they were horrendous last year. They were in the bottom 20s in pass blocking for Tua. Therefore, remember, Tua really crumbles under pressure. Give him the wall that he deserves. You know what? They do need help on the offensive line. And what better way to get the best offensive lineman prospect in Panay Suel? As you said, his versatility is huge. He, you could put him in anywhere, put him at left tackle, right tackle, right, left guard. Could do anything for you. He doesn't let anything in. He's great in pass blocking. He's a tremendous run blocker as well. Does so many things for you at an elite level. So this is a great pick. The Dolphins have many needs, and the offensive line is the biggest need. And they address it getting the best offensive lineman prospect. Yeah, I'm going to keep this short and sweet. You guys hit the nail on the head. And once this decision was made for Chase to go fives, Sewell's a slam dunk at six. Brother, take it at seven. So we're going to go with the um, Detroit Lions right here at, uh, at seven. And, you know, they've got a lot of holes to fill as well. They have a depleted wide receiver room. Since losing Galladay and losing Marvin Jones, uh, their defensive line needs help. They need edge, linebackers, corners, safeties, you name it. They need help all over the place. There's rumors about them trading out of this pick. We'll see what happens. I don't think they do. So, guys, they need a receiver. You, I don't know if you guys heard this. I tweeted this this morning. The Lions have been in contact with the Falcons to try to trade up to for, for Jamar Chase. It's not going to happen. As of right now, anything's possible, but it's not going to happen. So what do they do? They get the next best wide receiver in this class, and that is 166-pound Devontae Smith. And what does this guy – listen, size and weight is a problem with this guy. Listen, throw that, throw that, all that out. 
This guy could run any route for you. His hands are tremendous. He's a Heisman Trophy winner for a reason. He could do so many things for you and some. This guy will make this team a lot better. Jared Goff needs a best friend, and what better way to get him a best friend like Devontae Smith? Yeah, 100%. This is the pick I would make, too, here. Definitely the second-best receiver in this class, I would say. I don't care about the size either. I'm not going to go Tyreek Hill exactly because he's not as fast, but like it's a good example because he's not too big and he works out pretty well. So we can go with that. Um, Smith needs to be in this Lions offense. The Lions don't have anyone to throw the ball to. They lose Gallagher. They lose Marvin Jones. you got to give Goff a chance to succeed. He's already behind the eight ball. He's going to have long odds to be play well in Detroit. You have to at least give him his best chance possible, and you do that by getting him a playmaker like Devonta Smith. Julian, I really love the fact that you said Tyreek Hill as a comparison. Understand, he does have explosive speed. He can break away. This guy can run a 4-3, 4-2 easily. He is long. He has a lot of range, and he has unbelievable IQ within the middle of the field. The guy's a great route runner. Devonta Smith can do it all. So, you know, I would have, I would have said Jalen Roddle, but you know what? I'm going to agree with Bobby. We're going to go, obviously, Devonta Smith from the University of Alabama. Great pick, Bobby. And, yeah. So, I'm going to hand this off to Julian now, and this is the eighth overall pick. This is the Carolina Panthers pick. There's a lot of things to be in play here, and this kind of stirs the draft to me in the late 10s because are the Panthers going to trust Sam Darnold fully and not give him competition? Are they going to try to protect him, or do they trade the pick? Those are the three options I'm realistically looking at here. And you know what? I'm going to say that they actually trust him and they go Rashawn Slater. I think they're going to go with Slater here to give him a chance. The Jets did not give Darnold a good chance to succeed. We know that he was it was unfair, but the Jets did what they had to do, and now the Panthers are going to do what they have to do. They're going to keep him upright. The weapons are there. He gets Robbie back, obviously. They're going to have McCaffrey. DJ Moore is really solid as well. So he's going to have players to work with in Carolina he didn't have with the Jets. So they're going to see if he's the real deal or not. They give up a few picks for him, and they might as well. So I think they're going to try to build the wall. Not a bad pick. Rashawn Slater is somebody everybody needs to look out for. This guy is an absolute stud. He is a brick house. You can't get past him. He could do a lot of things for you. And the Panthers need to build a wall for Sam Darnold. We all know the Jets couldn't do it. They didn't set him up for success. Now he's in Carolina. And building up that offensive line is a huge thing for him. Rashawn Slater is a guy who will protect Sam Darnold, anybody who tries to get in Sam Darnold's face, that he's going to throw him right out of the club, and it's going to be a problem. Love the pick. A lot of great things. Julian, you hit it right on the nose, my brother. Obviously, Rashawn Slater is the most technical, most pro-ready offensive tackle in this draft. He is easily the pick at eight. Carolina needs a left tackle who can absolutely dominate the trenches and dominate the pass game obviously you see that game against Ohio State and Chase Young and he absolutely dominated him on every single down so you can see the potential that Rashawn Slater has great technical feet he is very long he is great with his hands Rashawn Slater is the pick from Northwestern University I got into that school but I didn't go to that school but you know yeah Rashawn Slater is the pick great job Julian 
Absolutely, absolutely. So we're going to go to pick nine, and this is the Denver Broncos. And as we said earlier, the Broncos traded for Teddy Bridgewater, so I think quarterback's out the window. But I'm going to give the microphone back to my boy Mike. Mike, what do you got for this pick? A lot of people are going to be surprised. Obviously, you have Teddy Bridgewater. Obviously, you have Drew Locke from Missouri, who hasn't been great. But obviously, he had his first year starting. He's still learning. He's still, I would say, basically a second-year quarterback. And you know what? I'm going to go with cornerback. You go with the best available corner. You go with a lockdown corner. His father was in the NFL. I'm going to go Patrick Sertan the second. Patrick Sertan is unbelievable. He is great on man-to-man, and he is long-rangey and has great ball skills. He is gritty. He is a guy who is going to get in your face in the press coverage, and that's what the Broncos do. Vic Fangio is a defensive head coach, and he's going to love, absolutely love Patrick Sertan's game. I'll tell you this, the Cowboys are kicking themselves in the ass because they missed out by one pick on this guy. But I'll tell you this, Patrick Sertan is one of the best corner prospects we've seen in a while. He shut down, plays great, great in man-to-man, great in zone, understands the game well. And the Broncos, look, Broncos were the most successful when they had the no-fly zone, when they had Aqib Tlaib over there, when they had... Uh, Bradley Roby when they were very successful and getting back to that is what they're going to do with this pick because their secondary they still have Justin Simmons there was one of the best safeties but their corners are lacking even though they do have AJ Boye now they're going to add this young guy and they're going to try to replicate that I love the pick great one wow so we have the Panthers and Broncos passing on the quarterbacks now so you're going to have Fields and Trey Lance out there still but you know what Sertan at nine is great value for the Broncos. Best defensive player in his class by far. He'll boost that defense. Their secondary needs a lift. It's not what it was when they won the Super Bowl by any means. They won predicated off defense back then. They're going to try to get back to that. So I like it. And then we'll go to number 10. Yes, we will. So we're going to go to pick 10, and this is the Dallas Cowboys at number 10. Everybody's wondering what they're going to do, right? Well, they need secondary help. Their secondary is hot trash. I think we could all agree on that. Well, they're going to address this, and at 10, they are going to pick J.C. Horn out of South Carolina. Their guy Sertan is gone. You get the second best thing, and that is J.C. Horn. And J.C. Horn, in my opinion, is the best corner prospect in this draft. I love his game. I watch him in South Carolina, very comparable to his old alum, Stephon Gilmore. He's very He shuts down. Had a friend who went to South Carolina, told me the same thing. He shuts people down. He's great in man-to-man. That's his, that's his game. Playing man-to-man is something that he's very, very good at. With zone, he's okay. Loses a little leverage at times, but he's very, very good. He's very smart. If he loses his footing, he will make up for it right away. I love this pick. The Cowboys need a guy like this, and this is the way to get started. J.C. Horn to Dallas, I think, is inevitable at this pick. That's an interesting one, too, because I feel like in the other scenarios, you can see Sertan go to the Cowboys, but you know what? If that happens, we had it. Horn works, too. J.C. Horn, obviously, is a really good man-to-man corner. But obviously, you know, Bobby, I have to disagree. I agree with the pick. But obviously, J.C. Horn is unbelievable with his ball skills. But the question is with J.C. Horn, he's very handsy. Can he lower down the penalties? Most of his press coverage, he goes within five yards. He is a guy that could have some penalty issues, like a guy like Buster Screen or someone like a Tremaine Johnson who likes to hold within five yards and can he find a way to uh, annoy like exempt these penalties 
But I agree with the pick. I think he is the second best cornerback prospect in this draft. He has a very humongous upside. I would say he's kind of like a Richard Sherman. He has a great mind for the game. He has a great feel for the game. Unbelievable IQ. So J.C. Horn is the pick for the Cowboys. Absolutely, absolutely. And um, real quick, I just got an alert on my phone is that the Broncos, since they traded for Chetty Bridgewater, they're getting heavy interest for the ninth overall pick. So keep an eye out on that. But uh, I'm going to. Hope you're enjoying the show so far. Follow us on Twitter at Grunt Talks NFL, Instagram Grunt Talks Team. Again, Twitter Grunt Talks NFL, Instagram Grunt Talks Team. Now back to the show. Number 11, the New York Giants. This pick's very simple to me. It's got to be Jalen Waddle. Just boost that receiving core even more. Waddle goes with Devonta Smith. They would have wanted Smith probably if he fell, but I think Waddle's a perfect fit for the Giants. They need more weapons just to help extenuate Daniel Jones' growth and see if he's a guy or not, you know. They sign Galladay, they get Waddle. They're going to have a lot of options out there in the past game now. So I think that's the best way for them to go. I really do. I mean, the corners could have been tempting, but they're off the board in our scenario. So they won't go there. And no, there's no lineman for them right there, really. So I'm going to say Waddle. Well, Jay Waddle, you guys want to talk about Tyreek Hill. This guy's comparison is Tyreek Hill. I think he's got the speed. I'm going to say this. I say this to everybody. He's just as fast as Tyreek, not as quick. Tyreek Hill has a gift of incredible speed, but his quickness too. I don't think Jalen Waddle's quickness is of Tyreek Hill, but it's right there. He's a playmaker. He's a burner. He could do anything and everything for you. Return kicks, run those inside routes, run the slants, middle of the field, catch the ball, and get past him with that gift of the speed. Giants need somebody like this, and they go out and get him. Listen, Julian, that was a beautiful pick. Jalen Waddle is the pick for the Giants. He's the best available. I understand that they need to build a wall for Daniel Jones, obviously with Sean Slater and Panay all off the board already, and obviously Elijah Vera Tucker, offensive guard out of USC is there, but I don't think he is going to be the 10th overall pick, in the, the 11th overall, excuse me, the 11th overall pick in the draft. Obviously, you have to go with the best available, and that's Jalen Waddle. I feel like he is the most NFL ready. He has great, great feet. He is unbelievably technical, and he has great IQ and route running. Jalen Waddle is the pick at 11 for the New York Giants. And Julian, you hit it right on the nose, buddy. You know, that was a great pick. Absolutely, yeah. So we're going to go to pick 12. And what we'll do is right now what we'll do, we'll give each other the pick. We'll talk about it a little bit, and then we'll speed it up with this one because uh, we got a lot more picks and a lot more to do. So, Mike, I'm going to give the mic back to you. This is the Eagles pick. So what do you got the Eagles doing? Obviously, I think that they would trade back, but I'm going to pick here. I think they go the best available, and they're going to go Micah Parsons out of Penn State University. He is unbelievable, sideline to sideline. The guy has unbelievably explosive speed. You need to improve that defense. They, their corners were horrific last year. Why not get a guy who can get 120 tackles every year? Why, get, why not get a guy who has unbelievable instincts? And that's Micah Parsons out of Penn State University. Absolutely fantastic. Absolutely. Micah Parsons is a guy who can be one of the best linebackers. You see what he could do, downhill runner. He can run side to side. He's got great speed and coverage. And the Eagles need a guy like this. That defense has been depleted for years, and they get a linebacker like this to start building a, the defense around him. Absolutely. I agree 100%. The Eagles need help across the board. This is a good way to help. That defense is a train wreck like you guys alluded to, so I would back that pick up. 
Absolutely. So we're going to go to pick 13. This is the Los Angeles Chargers. Chargers have need help, and they're going to build a brick wall for Justin Herbert, and they're going to go with Christian Darasaw, tackle out of Virginia Tech. The guy is great. A lot of people haven't talked about him. It was reported this morning he played with a groin injury, got surgery, but he's going to be okay, and that's why you're not hearing him go as high as the top ten is because of the injury. But he's going to be just fine, and I think the Chargers could really use a guy like him. I agree 100%. I have this in every mock draft. This is a slam dunk. They need to protect Herbert. Easier, easiest pick of the day, honestly, one of them. Christian Derrissaw is unbelievable for Virginia Tech. You know, he's very technical, has very quick feet, and he's reliable. He's a guy that you know is going to protect your blind side. Justin Herbert needs protection. The main priority is to make your star into a superstar, and why not get the guy that can protect your blind side and be the guardian, the angel on your shoulder, and that's Christian Derrissaw. Absolutely. So we're going to go to pick 14. And this is the Vikings. So, Jules, what do you got for us? All right. I think the Vikings pick is going to be Kude Pei from Michigan at the end. His stock's going up. I know the Vikings want help on that edge. It's been widely reported. You know, Mike Zimmer wants that defense. A lot of people expect him to be the first guy off the board at the edge position. So, I think that's what the Vikings do. They want to get back to their defense, setting the tone. You know, the offense has struggles with Kirk Cousins. They have the weapons. But they need to help that defense get an offense in better position. Quiddy Pay from Michigan is the most pro-ready, has a great first step. He's absolutely explosive, and he can get to the quarterback. In this position for the Vikings, I wouldn't say you go Elijah Vera Tucker here. Once again, you know, he, he's a guard. You can get guards in the second round, third round. But, therefore, Quiddy Pay is the best pass rusher in this draft. You get the best available. He's great on the first step, and he is unbelievably talented with a great upside. So, Quiddy Pay is the pick, and I agree with it. Quiddy Pay is a very, very... Great. Well, actually, excuse me. He's a very, very good watching him in Michigan. He gets to the backfield every time. He's going to be a stud in this league, and you're going to see it for years to come. So my Patriots pick right now, pick 15, so I'm going to hand this off to my boy Mike. What do you got? What's up, GNT Nation? Have you subscribed to our YouTube channel yet? Subscribe to us at Grunt Talks MLB. Once again, that's Grunt Talks MLB. You could also catch us on Spotify and Apple Podcasts. Now back to the show. With the 15th overall pick, obviously, you know, the Patriots, it's a lot of question marks here. Do they go best available? Do they go an edge rusher? Do they go a corner? Do you go a defensive player? But honestly, Justin Fields is on the board at 15. You're going to go with Justin Fields. Apparently, Bill Belichick loves Justin Fields. He can throw the deep ball. He's unbelievably athletic. I would say, quite interesting, Cam Newton is his pro comparison. He's big, he can move, and he can throw... Unbelievable deep accuracy. Obviously, Cam Newton is getting older. He's had a lot of injuries. Therefore, his arm strength has decreased. But Justin Fields is the modern-day Cam Newton. Let's go. I'm happy for you, Bobby. You got your franchise quarterback for the next 20 years. Well, I'll tell you this. You know what? I've been on the uh, Justin Fields train for quite some time. I'm really happy for this. I think he fits the mold. You know what? I think that Josh McDaniels is the type of guy that could build around him and make this offense for what he likes to do. And not only did the Patriots load up on on uh <clears throat> excuse me, they load up on offense, they load up on defense too. It's a great pick and I'm all aboard the train. 
Yeah, I mean, this is a slam dunk if, if he actually makes it this far. There's rumors the Patriots might go up and get him, which could happen too. The and thing with Cam Newton, I actually brought up before in the car to Bobby. It's very interesting you're going to do that. He could be the understudy potentially. How is Cam going to view that? That's the interesting question. I mean, but he did resign. He kind of knows he's kind of in the lame duck status, I guess, for a year. But um, I think the Patriots have to make the pick if he's there. Um, great value pick as well. So what are we going to do now? Let's see. The next pick in the draft goes to the Cardinals. All right, so I got the Cardinals here going with uh, Christian Barmore. They need help on the defensive line. They got the pass rush, which um, – Chandler Jones, and they got it with uh, J.J. Watt, and they add Barmore in the middle as that nose tackle, and that's just going to be a ferocious front seven. And Barmore is the type of guy, you know what, this defensive tackle class is the weakest I've ever seen it. So the one thing I would do is really um, do a lot with that pick. Christian Barmore is the pick at 16. Obviously, I feel that that is a reach. You know, you can go best available. I would feel that they can go a guy like a Jason Owen or a Jeremiah Wusu-Karamoa, outside linebacker at Notre Dame. But Christian Barrymore is the safest pick at defensive interior line. The Cardinals need a guy that can absolutely destroy in the, t in the trenches. And Christian Barrymore out of the University of Alabama is a great pick for the Cardinals, very safe. You, go, you can go with a guy that can absolutely maul the middle, so good for them. So now with the 17th pick, it's going to be the Oakland Raiders, and – the Raiders have to do um, Algevera Tucker. They need line help desperately. This has been an automatic for me every single time I do the draft because the Raiders basically deplete their whole offensive line. So, Verja Tucker is the best lineman in this draft by far for them at this point. So, I think that's what they do. They need help up front. Um, honestly, like, it's the perfect pick. They have a bunch of other positional needs too, but. How is Derek Carr going to throw the ball if he's on his back the whole night? You know, David Carr's brother's out with this similarly, so they don't want to see that happen. They're going to need to keep him upright, so they need to do that, and I think they will. So, you guys, what are your thoughts on Alja Tucker to the Raiders? I mean, it helps out their offensive line is literally all of them are on opposite teams, so you got to see what's going on with that. It's a great pick, and – you know, protect Derek Carr. That's the uh, goal. That's the end game. Elijah Vera Tucker has unbelievable balance. I'm happy that he's the picker for the Raiders. Obviously, he's the safest pick. You go with the best available. Now I feel like that the Raiders, obviously, they've made a lot of moves. They've released a lot of their offensive linemen this offseason. They obviously let go of center Rodney Hudson. Why not go with another interior guard like Elijah Vera Tucker, who is very technical, has great feet and balance. That's the pick at 17. So, yeah, um, let's move on to pick 18. And like we said, we're going to speed this up pretty quick right now, and this is the Dolphins' next pick. Dolphins need offensive line help, and they're going to go Tevin Jenkins. Fun fact about Tevin Jenkins, he hasn't let up a sack since 2017, and in his four-year career, he's let up two. How, did that, how is that possible that this guy doesn't go top 10 or even top 5 with those numbers? I think he had injury concerns. But Tevin Jenkins is a guy to watch out for for the Dolphins, and they're going to fall in love with this guy. Tevin Jenkins is an absolute horse, 6'6". He's over 200, 330 pounds. The guy is an absolute house. He is very reliable in the pass game, and he's very good in the run game, very technical also. He's a great, great option for the Dolphins at 18. Once again, you got to protect Tua. Now they have two outside tackles. Obviously, you can put Sue at the guard position, and that's, that's absolutely fantastic. 
Absolutely, absolutely. And um, 19 right now, which is the Washington football team. And we're going to go Jeremiah Owusu Karamoa, outside linebacker out of Notre Dame. This guy is so versatile on the defensive end. Obviously, they drafted Chase Young with the second overall pick last year. You need another defensive guy. Why not go with Jeremiah Usu Karamoa? He can also play safety. He can guard the slot receivers. He is so rangy, very long. The guy is an absolute freak of nature, and you go with the best available, which is Jeremiah Usu Karamoa. Absolutely. They need linebacker help to upgrade that defense, and that defense is going to be ferocious adding Jeremiah Owusu Koromawa. I think this guy is very underrated. I think he'd do a lot of things for you. He's very fast. He could cover um, the, the, uh, the outside. I think he's very, very good. I like what I see from this guy, and Washington adds another great defender. Yeah, this is a slam dunk. I mean, easily the best available and it really fits them. That defense is nasty already. They're going to make it even better. I mean, the offense just has to put like over 20 points on the board. They'll win almost any game with how good that defense is. The question is, can they do that with their questionable quarterback play? I guess we'll see during the season. Yep, absolutely. Absolutely. So we're going to go to pick 20, and pick 20 is the Chicago Bears. Chicago Bears need a lot of help everywhere. This team is just a train wreck, but you got to go best available here. Uh, Trey Lance, quarterback, you know what? They got Dalton, and the fact that Lance is still here at 20 is just absolute insanity. I don't understand how. He's right there. And listen, with Chicago, you know what? That actually fits well. They missed out on Mahomes back then for when they went with um, – with Mitch Trubisky, and now they could get a guy who could do a lot of great things like Trey Lance. This is a slam dunk pick and a steal at 20. The fact that Trey Lance is here is absolutely unbelievable. The Chicago Bears has finally found their quarterback with the 20th pick. The fact that we have honestly set this up to get Trey Lance at 20 is unbelievable, but Trey Lance is a guy who can do everything. He has a great arm. He's accurate. He is very decisive. He has great decision-making. The guy can make every throw, and he's so athletic, and he can run the ball. The Chicago Bears have a slam dunk. Obviously, they have Andy Dalton, who is mediocre at best. You can win games with him, but can you win a, a Super Bowl with him? I would say no. But he would be a great mentor to a guy like Trey Lance, who is developmenting, obviously. He went to North Dakota State. North Dakota State is basically the Patriots of the modern day in their conference. They absolutely have dominated every single opponent in their conference, and Trey Lance is the pick at 20. And I'm actually shocked that Trey Lance is still there at 20. Yeah, that's crazy, man. For me, at 21 in the Indianapolis Colts, it's got to be Terrence Marshall. need a big body receiver. Um, they just can't seem to get the weapons anymore in the receiving game. You know, Pittman's been decent, but nothing too special so far. T.Y. Hilton's a shell of himself. The tight end game is kind of questionable, too. I mean, Wentz needs a weapon to throw to, so I'm going to give the chance to Terrence Marshall here. I think it's a great pickup for the Colts. I really think that would fit them well, and he would fit flawlessly in their offense. Went. If Wentz the big body target, guy who can catch the 50-50 balls in trouble. You know, Wentz likes to throw it up sometimes. So he's a guy to go get it. And I'm going to go with Terrence Marshall. Terrence Marshall, big body receiver from LSU. You know, all those LSU receivers could do many great things. We've seen how they could have a lot of success in the NFL. We'll see what happens. The Colts definitely need a receiver. He's out there. If it were me, I would have went Elijah Moore. I think he fits more with what they want to do. But Terrence Marshall's a guy that I really think can really do damage in this offense. And it gives um, 
it gives Carson Wentz another uh, nice toy to throw to. Honestly, Bobby, I'm going to have to disagree with you there. Terrence Marshall is the perfect fit for the Colts. Remember, they have Carson Wentz. Carson Wentz is a guy who's going to throw it up. He's innovative, has a great arm, and Terrence Marshall is going to be his security blanket. Terrence Marshall had ran a 4-3-40. He's an absolute freak. So he can also run really good routes, very technical as well. People say that he's just a big receiver who can catch the 50-50 ball, but no. Terrence Marshall can catch any ball anywhere and definitely can dominate the middle of the field and absolutely just destroy within the end zone. Yeah, well, we'll see what happens. We'll see what happens. So we'll go to pick uh, 22, which is the Titans. So, Mike, I'll let you take this one. I know the Jets are going to be slapping themselves in the face right now because I'm going to go the best available. We're going to go the best cover corner in this draft, Greg Newsom out of Northwestern University. They just lost to Dory Jackson, and Greg Newsom is the pick there. The guy is an absolute razor back, and he is not afraid to put your hands on you. He is absolutely instinctive, and he is so smart on the field. He just knows. He, I feel like he's a receiver himself. He knows the play before it even happens. So very technical type of guy in Greg Newsom, but he's so physically talented, so long. Greg Newsom's the pick at 22 for the Titans. Jets fans definitely kicking themselves in the ass for that one. I think Greg Newsom is the perfect Jet that they need. They didn't address the corner situation at all in, um, in free agency. I don't know why, and they should have did it, but you know, with this pick, it's great for, for them. And you see Greg Newsom is very, very good in coverage as well. He's very scrappy. He could do a lot of things, tackles very well. So the Titans, you know what? They, they lost Malcolm Butler. They lost Dory Jackson. Then they replaced him with Greg Newsom. What a better way. Okay, so we're going to go with the Jets at 23. And let's see what we're going to do from the New York Jets at 23. The New York Jets, all right. So we can basically go a couple ways. You took Tevin Jenkins off the board. You took Val Vera off the board. I'm going to go with, um, let's go with Walker Little. Why not? We need to shore up the offensive line. I think he's the best tackle available. Put him on the other side of Becton and let's play. Let's go. Let's get this line beefed up for Zach Wilson, something they failed to do for Sam Darnold. Okay, now we're going to talk a lot about Walker Little here. It's a very interesting pick. He was, I feel that he was going to be a second-round pick. But, Julian, I'm going to explain to you a lot right here. I love your pick, first off. Walker Little had an ACL injury last year, and he's coming back strong, and he's a physical specimen. In Jason McIntyre's early mock draft from last year, he was rated the third overall pick to the Jets. So Walker Little was ranked the number one tackle going into the college football season. So Walker Little has a lot to prove. He is the most technical, freakish type of tackle in this draft. He's very underrated. He had an unbelievable pro day with Stanford. I have no idea if the Jets are interested in him, but I would have went with Rashad Bateman out of Minnesota. Obviously, you need, to, you need to build around Zach Wilson with playmakers. I feel like you can get a, a guy like Walker Little within the second round. But, Julian, I love the pick, bro. It was a great pick. Great job. So, yeah, no, the, let's move on to the Steelers. Steelers, I think this is inevitable. I think we all could agree on this. Steelers need the running back help. They haven't had a great running back since Le'Veon Bell and James Conner, who turned out to be a dud. So they're going to go with Najee Harris out of Alabama. And Najee Harris could do anything and everything for you. We see how great these backs could be. And, 
You see what they could do over here. Uh, he's a downhill runner. He could do many things. He could catch out of the backfield, does a lot of great stuff. He's not better than ETN catching the ball out of the backfield, but this guy has a lot of upside, and the Steelers see that, and they're going to see what happens. First of all, wow. I, I can't believe a running back just went in the first round. Uh, running backs, I feel, are not as valued as any other position in the NFL. Obviously, James Conner is a guy that hasn't been doing good for the last two years. He made the Pro Bowl his first year ever since Le'Veon Bell left. But I think that Najee Harris is Le'Veon Bell's twin. Same exact size, same exact length, same exact weight. And he is big, and he is so technical. He's so patient within the first step, and he finds open holes like nothing, and he can also catch the football. So the Steelers are going to fall in love with Najee Harris. This is a great pick. Najee Harris, why not go for the reach? Why not? Take take it take him at twenty four to the Steelers. Najee Harris is the pick. What a great wow! That's that's so shocking to me. But at twenty five, wouldn't go with the Jacksonville Jaguars selecting the best available in my opinion. Trayvon Merrick from TCU. Trayvon Merrick is an absolute animal, man. I, I he is so big for a safety. He's humongous. Rangy, he's your typical center fielder who can absolutely tackle within this open space. Great IQ. He has everything you want in a strong safety slash free safety. The guy can play both the strong safety position and the free safety position, and it's an absolute perfect pick. An athletic freaking Trayvon Merrick, a guy who can play center field for the Jacksonville Jaguars and fulfill that defense. Obviously, they, they've lost so many guys. Clayus Campbell, Jalen Ramsey. Why not add another piece in Trayvon Merrick? Yeah, that's a great point. I'm going to agree with that. Best player on the board easily. 26. So from the Cleveland Browns perspective, they could go edge to help with Clowney. So I'm going to say they go Jason Owa, 26. I think that's a good pick for them. It's a nice value spot. They could beat the edge a little more. Clowney's going to be a little boomer bust. They don't know exactly what they have. They give him $10 million, but last year he wasn't too good. So if he flails, they'll have this guy ready to go chopping at the bait. I think that would be perfect. Yeah, Jason O was a really, really good talent. You know, he could do a lot of great things, underrated, going to the Browns. They already have Clowney, they have Miles Garrett, and you know what, they have him to rotate in there. That's just scary. Browns front seven looking scary right now. Julian, I, I am very surprised with the pick. Obviously, Jalen Phillips is still there from the University of Miami, and he has an absolute freak of nature. He can get to the quarterback. But you had Jason Owen. You know, I respect the pick. But the question is, can he get to the quarterback? This guy is a freak of nature. But do you feel like he is an edge rusher, or do you feel like he's more of an outside linebacker? Remember, he did run a 4-4-40. This guy can run from sideline to sideline. He is absolutely a physical specimen. This draft, by far, I'm going to say this right now, is the best talent draft overall I have ever seen in my entire life. 2021, I told you guys before, it's going to be a big, heavy draft. Jason Owen is a big boomer bust pick. But the question is, can he get to the pass rusher? Is he a guy that's that talented enough to run sideline to sideline, be an, an athletic freak, and have the IQ to get to the quarterback? Who knows? We'll figure it out. But Jason Owen is a great pick. Yeah, very, very, very good pick. So we'll go to the Ravens. Ravens have two first-round picks. And Noah Amanua. I'm going to go with this. Uh, I think that they go Kadarius Tony here. I think that he uh, can be a really big asset for them. I, I'm a big Kadarius Tony guy. 
they need somebody like this. He's a burner. He could stretch the field, do many things for you. The Ravens need guys like this. And what better way to get it started like that? I love the pick, Bobby. Um, obviously, they have another first-round pick. And Kadarius Toney is a guy that's going to be Lamar Jackson's safe blanket. They can do a lot of stuff with Kadarius Toney. Very versatile. He can obviously, he can. I feel like he can be a running back. This guy is absolutely incredible, so fast, runs a 4-3 or 4-4-40, and he's a veteran. He, he was unbelievable at Kyle Trask last season. And, you know, you need a veteran back there, and I feel like Kadarius Toney is the most pro-ready. The guy can do everything you can ask for, even with jet sweeps, RPOs, etc. The guy can run in the open backfield and has great open field vision. The IQ is there, and it's a perfect fit for Lamar Jackson. Okay, so now we're going to go with the Saints at 28, and I think they need to go a wide receiver as well. I'm going to give them Rashad Bateman, who I'm stunned hasn't been picked yet. I think that's a great pick for the Saints. They need playmakers to help Michael Thomas. It seems to be a big issue. Emmanuel Sanders was all right for them, but nothing over the top. They need more than him, and I think that would be a good way to extenuate the offense for whatever quarterback they end up having. Julian, I love the pick. Rashad Bateman over Elijah Moore all day long. The guy can do whatever. He can run a 4-4-40. Again, once again, a physical specimen type of draft. Great receiver. Can run great routes. He is the most best overall receiver in the draft. Also, I feel the guy can do everything. He can also see the open field very well. The guy is very technical. He can run any route you want him to. And with Jameis Winston being the starting quarterback for the Saints, it's a perfect pick pick you know Jameis Winston's not going to be afraid to throw the ball to him and he's going to be very very happy that Rashad Bateman's one of his receivers and now with the 28th overall no the 29th overall pick excuse me I am going to go with another receiver we're going to go Elijah Moore out of Old Miss and Elijah Moore has the strongest hands in this draft Aaron Rodgers throws an absolute beautiful ball, and Elijah Moore has the strongest hands. He can get 50-50 balls, and he is not, he's kind of like a DK Metcalf to me. This guy is going to fight you to the end, and he's a gritty type, a nasty type of talent, and he's going to fight for every single play, every single yard, and that's what Elijah Moore is. Elijah Moore, here's a stat for you, 97% catch rate in college. That's tremendous. Guy's a stud, uh, runs any kind of route. Nobody talks about his speed. He ran a sub 4-3 at his pro day. He was absolutely tremendous. Love this pick. Aaron Rodgers gets a new toy. They're committing to him. And getting a guy like this will make him a lot happier than he's been in a while. I agree 100%, brother. So with the 30th pick for the Bills, what do we think? The Bills have absolutely gotten a true reward here. They're going to get the most talented overall edge rusher in this draft they're going to get Jalen Phillips out of the University of Miami he is the top talent in the draft at this spot it's an absolute gift people were saying he was going to go top 10 he runs a 4-4-40 this guy is talented he can get to the he can get to the passer and he can also destroy in the run game so Jalen Phillips is the is the best pick here best available the Bills have no choice but to pick him yeah, he's out here. Jalen Phillips is very underrated. A lot of people don't talk about him because of his counterpart, Greg Rizzo. On to uh, 31 with the Baltimore Ravens having another tackle, Dylan Rondon. Yeah, it's a great pick. You know what, adding to the offensive line as well and then just giving them a, um, you know, more beef up front for uh, Lamar Jackson. So we'll end it with the uh, Buccaneers. So what do you think? 
So box luxury pick, Gregory Rousseau. The Bucks are going to load up that front even more because why not? The Super Bowl champs are just deadly in the trenches. They don't have a lot of needs, so they can afford to do whatever they want, really. Yeah, they could do anything. They have no weakness in adding to the pass rush, and uh, this is going to be a great pick for them. So, you know, Greg Rizzo can be a huge asset for the Buccaneers. Reminds me a lot of Jason Pierre-Paul with how his long hands can get to the quarterback, and he's relentless. So, And Drew Rosenhaus's agent did say he's going to go in the first round, and he wasn't wrong because it's the last pick. So got to give it to him. Okay. Gregory, uh, Gregory Russo is the pick at 32. I love the pick. You know, he's very raw, but he had over 17 sacks last year with the University of Miami. He opted out due to COVID, and he wanted to train for the draft. Once again, he was a top-five talent before the season even started, so I'm happy that Gregory Russo is the best available for the Tampa Bay Bucks. Obviously, they have Shaq Barrett, they have Levante David, and, you know, why not go the best available with Gregory Russo? Absolutely. So that's our uh, final mock draft of all of us together, and so we're going to end it like we know how. So... All right, everyone, this is our last dress rehearsal, so Grunt Talks MLB is the website. Bobby and Mike, fantastic job. We're going to stream it, like we said, information's there.